Yeah, no, this is not Van Halen. It doesn't sound like it. I, it it's not. It sounds like Van Halen. It's a great song. It is. Uh, like the vocal harmonies are unbelievable, especially for a hard rock band. Does that not sound like Sammy Hagar? No. It doesn't. I'm just telling you. Your opinion is invalid. <laughs> because I'm the musician in the room. This is true. This is true. <laughs> so, um, are you ready for the show? I, I think you're I a little am. bit... Your, your mic was a little bit hot there. I think you have to put it down. That's a great guitar solo, too. They don't. Great guitar solo. Okay, you ready? On it. Just about? All right. Same sound source, so it's going to take a second. Dead air. Dead oh, come air, on. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Dead air. Yeah. All right. That's fine. <laughs> okay, now we're ready. Let's do it. Now we're ready. Click the right one. Welcome to the Exeter Underground, the weekly news and opinion forum for the people of Exeter, about the people of Exeter, and by the people of Exeter, keeping you up to date on the happenings of our town that you just can't find anywhere else. Here are your hosts, Jerry Gelliff and Kevin Foles. Good evening, everybody in Exeter. And uh, you know what, Kev? Around the world, too. We we do get... I, I, I was showing you that the other yes, night. Yes, you were. I was amazed. <laughs> I was really stuck on Alaska. And you're like, well, it's not so much Alaska, but look at Russia. You're a Russian pot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lot of things, apparently. Right, right. We found that out this week. But yep. uh, welcome, everybody, to episode number 20 of the Exeter Underground Hyperlocal News and analysis for Exeter Township. I'm Jerry Gelliff. He is... Kevin Fole. And we are here to enlighten you. <laughs> is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> we're going to enlighten tonight, yes. Kevin. A different, a different non-seal commenting an opinion. Yes, arr, exactly. Arr, arr, arr. Yeah. So so it's uh, we, we had a busy week mm. in that uh, we had both a supervisors meeting and a school board meeting school board meeting i thought was going to be a, a a real snooze it there was a couple of moments in it uh stuff that we'll be able to make fun of it's going to be a lot of fun to listen a lot to of shaking the heads yeah not yeah. so much of what they were saying some of the people doing the uh proposals yes good lord and uh supervisor meeting as well uh that's where the real fireworks mm. happened you know i i didn't even go to it uh, to cover it I was like, ah, nothing's going to happen here, man. Nothing. Boy, I get that wrong. <laughs> it was, that it was wrong. wrong. And the problem was also I was, uh, my wife and I were listening to it while we were on our deck. And the audio the audio just was so low. I tried every single thing to play it on my phone, put a speaker to it. And you couldn't hear what people were saying. And I was just like, oh, my God. I texted you. I'm like, can you even hear what they're saying? Yes, I could hear it, but it's because I had my TV on like 89. People down the street here in Dave Hughes. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> There's a bear in the closet. Oh, no. No, it was the school board, not Dave Hughes. Oh. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So, okay. Sorry. I'm a little a little behind the ball. 
Yeah. At any rate, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the the sound, if anybody from the school district, if Joe Way listens to this, which I know he, there's no way he does, but Joe, Joe was a little quiet mm. last week. You, you got to bump the volume. Hit, hit, hit it with a little bit more electricity. Yeah, or, uh, you know, the gain. Hit the gain. I don't know about that stuff. I just know how to talk. A lot. <laughs> we know. A we lot. know. A lot. <laughs> All right, so here we are. Where do we want to start? We want to start at the supervisors meeting. And uh, so so the, the the main thing that happened there was that there was a huge discussion involving the the Reading Hospitality Management thing again. Uh, Dave Hughes got in there and gave his pitch for Brown Golf, who has already been dismissed. Right. Which was voted. They already voted that down. That exactly. They already voted it down. And uh, so I don't quite understand where he's going, but it was fun to watch it happen. Why why is he pushing so hard on that? Eh, Especially since my name got mentioned again. You know I love being a center of attention. Of course you do. (laughs) Is anybody said, JJ, did you mean Jerry Goff? Cherry Gelf? Did you say it's a Cherry Gelf? Yeah. <laughs> like a deer with its ears going moving all around. Yeah. So it was um it was really interesting. It, the, the, this portion. So let's get to the first clip. This is Dave Hughes giving his comparison of uh Brown Golf versus Reading Hospitality Management slash Double Tree Catering or Catering by Double Tree. Okay, here's clip number one. Second thing is I have a slide I'd like to present. So on the Reading Country Club, uh, I didn't get a chance to comment or ask questions about Brown versus Doubletree. Brown versus Doubletree. That was a civil rights case in the 1950s, wasn't it? I have no idea. (laughs) Dave's going to make it as big as this, though. Yeah, he's going to try. It was kind of a... Oh, that was Brown versus Board of Education. Right. (laughs) A secret type of negotiation. I wasn't privy to it. I still am not. I don't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. He should. He should. He's been given opportunity now. Dave. Could you move it to the... He's just... Yes, he should be a part of it, and he should be sent every single thing. But he's not understanding what it's like to be in a minority because I don't think he's ever been in a minority in his life. As we were discussing before, it's one thing for the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. for whoever's in control, not to share with the other side. But you're talking about five friggin' people. Right. It's- and this is direct democracy. This is our town. Mm-hmm. I think that it is incumbent upon everybody to know everything as it's happening in real time. That did not happen here. We know that. I agree with that. I agree that everybody should be sent the information and every single I and T that has been dotted and crossed. Whether the person is a total dick or not, they need to have that information. True. True. The next uh, slide, please, Larry. Okay. So what I want to do is I just want to share some things I looked at. I spent a little time putting this together. So what we're looking at on the radio... So he's got a slide up that has like brown golf and and the 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 good things about it and DoubleTree and the shitty things about it. It's, I'm comparing <laughs> apples to nothing. Look like at all the, the brown. Was, <laughs> brown was so great. 
Everything was low. We'd do all this at OK Compared, and on the other side of the visual, it says nothing. Yeah. Literally, I had nothing. Nothing. Well, he doesn't know. Okay. But then what are you comparing? So you're saying that brown is great compared to what? Compared to a lack of information. Right. And that's, we still don't know. I get what Dave's saying that we don't know, but your slide is not making the point that you want it to. No, it's not. It, it, it was incredibly ineffective. Mm -hmm. It's, it's his point was, I wasn't told so I'm not going to do the other side of the visual that shows the other things that Doubletree does does well yeah i get it but on the other hand how can you say how can you say these apples are great (laughs) when you're comparing them to nothing boy this is a great apple (laughs) compared to what sucking air (laughs) right and uh i want to compare brown to double tree i don't have a lot of information from double tree but i could show you on that alone should have been enough information for you to go, eh, I'm not going to do this yet. Right. I'm going to wait, maybe? Yeah, until I have the information. But I think he's doing double point. He's trying to make the point that I haven't been given any information. Yeah, more than likely it is. But you know what? He has been given the opportunity to get that information. Right. That's part. And of- now he's being a big effing baby about it. Like usual. On Brown here, the Brown proposal... Is for full service operation. I had a brown proposal this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And this is what this would be open for all Exeter <laughs> residents. Okay, now the banquet, of course, would be private uh, uh, events, but the the golf, the bar, the restaurant would be open. Under this deal, it would not be open, and. Under this deal, it wouldn't be open. Yes, it would be. It would be open. If you listen to what the, the uh, Doubletree people said, the, the guy said, what was his name? Dan Hawk. He said, listen, we want to enhance. We, we, don't, we don't run golf courses. We want to enhance what you have with our business. We can bring things to it. So what do you mean? We it, talked about this. Yeah. It and that's why I said baby steps. We can get there. But the problem is, is that this country club has lost the taxpayers so much money. Yep. That do you really want to jump full boat into Brown? No. Right. So let's let's try something this, something a little bit different, and then build to that. Yeah. There's nothing because, wrong with the concept. No, because then if it doesn't work, what's the sense of signing another big contract or doing another big program or deal? And then it goes sour. And then we're... We're where we are now with nothing. Let's sign a three to five year deal with Brown. Find out. You you know, I'm not saying this would happen, but and then maybe we find out that they couldn't deliver on the promises for whatever reason. Because that's never happened before. No, it hasn't happened four times already. Right. That's why. Why not take something a little bit different? in baby steps and implement it and then build off of that. That's exactly what the guy said at the meeting from Double right. Tree that he wants to do. Right. And it's, I, I don't know. I don't, it seems pretty solid to me, but. The nice thing about this is we'll have all the operations under one management firm. And when we had all the operations under one management firm with Billy Casper, Billy Casper had basically a, uh, a personal checkbook or, or a corporate checkbook through the township. They, if you go back and search the minutes, 
you'll find that oh, we need a check for uh, two hundred thousand for Billy Casper for this. Uh, they mm. they need you know balls. They need whatever. Yeah. You go back and search those minutes. It's really illuminating. We wonder why we lost so much money. Yeah. And some numbers here. There's, the numbers are important to understand what we're going to do or what's happening. We had consecutive operating years from 2011 to 2015. We made $15 million in revenue. Okay. I just gave you the stink eye. I know. <laughs> okay. We made $15 million in revenue. Okay. All right. Doesn't mean deadly, but... And off of that, we had $1.4 million in profit. The important thing to look at on that uh, on that slide, it says 1.4 million gross profit. Gross profit? Not net. <laughs> so before you take out all the expenses, 1.4 million dollars. Now take out the expenses. Where are we? Yeah, yeah. It's it's presented poorly. Nine percent return. Pretty good. And if we didn't have the banquet completely under our control, that would not be 9%. It would be closer to zero because we make all of our big part of our margin, our profit, from controlling the banquet facility, which. Okay. Compared to? <laughs> Compared to Viva. All right. We're going to give away. So the benefits of a full service operation. It's under one management firm, improves operating efficiencies, and it's scalable to maximize profit and minimize loss because we'll be working with Brown. When things get tough, they'll help us cut expenses. I was really waiting for him to break into a song and dance number because he was getting really enthused. The point to Camp this down, ladies, sing this song, do-da. <laughs> Here's the point, though. Uh, it's already been voted down, Dave, so you're beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, you are. Thanks for your wasting your time. Yeah, for to find out the one point four million in gross gross profits. <laughs> gross profit. You know, it, it's a good form for labeling it properly, right? I, I I don't know how many people caught that it was gross profits. Not many. Not many. Okay, so here's clip number two: the continuation. And the cost to us has been said to be too expensive we can't too too much money for us but the cost for this management service is roughly six thousand seven hundred dollars a month now you compare that and this is to generate revenue now you compare that to our solicitor he costs us over twenty thousand dollars a month and our isn't dave one of the guys that one of the reasons why i voted for him was because he was you know catching you know counting dimes dave hughes you know yeah what i mean and now yep. he's like, oh, this is too expensive. And you're saying this compared to what? No, 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 no. Everybody else is saying it's too expensive. Right. And so he's he's saying that the Brown deal is too expensive. No, they're saying it. Oh. He doesn't think it's too expensive. Right. But so compared to what? What's he saying? Compared that, to no numbers from the other side. He's saying that the Brown isn't too expensive compared to what he doesn't have. Right. <laughs> that is exactly. utterly retarded. <laughs> <laughs> Retarded. Temporary management firm could cost us as much as $23,000 a month, depending on the number of hours they put in. So we want the uh, township management firm, which could cost us as much as $23,000 a month, um, $23,000 a month. 
that for several services, one of which you're taking advantage of, one of the services that they are providing in their contract is to find a new township manager. You're paying for it. Why is it not being utilized? I don't want to hear that that's a waste of money because you're wasting it. Didn't he vote for it too? I believe he's the one who brought it to them. Okay, just checking. <laughs> I give all this up, and, and, and let me tell you folks, if you lived here long enough, you know that extra township supervisors can't manage anything. That is true. That is true, but I, I see what you're saying now when he was getting ready up to do a dance. It's the Dave Hughes show. Yeah. That's what he wants, because mm -hmm. I think that's part of the problem of why he does not like, like we kind of touched on earlier, one of the reasons why he's so angry is because he's now out of the loop. Yes, it's not good that he's out of loop and not being told things, but essentially that his vote doesn't matter. Well, he, uh, he, he he's he's used to being in control, and now he has no control. That's exactly right, and that really pisses him off. Yeah, well, you know, I, it would piss anybody off that ran and won. I get that part of it, but on the other hand, be like. Dude, you've kind of put yourself... You painted yourself into a corner. He really did. You know? And I don't think he has... I just don't think he will be like, Hey, come together. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, can't we all get along? The whole time he was talking, I was really waiting for this to come up. Big band stuff. Like the old Johnny Carson theme. Mm -hmm. And for him to come out from behind a, a curtain and swing a golf club. Yep, and here comes Dave Hughes. Hey. Yeah, it's it's the Dave Hughes show, and then and then we're gonna get to one of the other clips uh, with a comment session. I was like, dude, come on, man, come on, man, get it together. Come on, man, get it together. Okay, I'm, I'm losing my patience. It's just not possible. We don't do a good job at it. So the wedding corporate that's gonna be exclusive to Double Trade. They already do this at their facility in Reading, and it's only going to be for private parties. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, no. So you could you could rent it out to do a show, Jerry. It's a private party. Yeah. Private party. Get some sponsors, do a show there. Mm-hmm. It would have to be a little bit longer, but that's fine. Yeah, it's okay. We could figure it out. Banquet hall rental. That's what we will be to them. We don't have any financial details still. So what is the expected profit? Well, the, the thing is not, you know, so, so the thing is not finalized yet, if anything. Okay, so here's the deal. Really. It's a few weeks old. Yeah, but here's the reality. Nothing is finalized, so there's not going to be numbers. Right. If anything, somebody pointed out to me, and it was a great point, um, the supervisors are guilty of announcing this too quickly. True. You know, announcing it too quickly, they should have just held it. I think... I, until it was all done. But they were so excited with getting it out there. And, and I don't know if they were trying to shut people up or what. But they should have held like a couple more weeks. Until you got a couple numbers, maybe. I can see how they were excited and why they were excited. I can see. Because all the... I mean, the it's a constant topic. In this township and at the yeah. school, and at the uh, supervisors meeting and on this show and and, and on social media, yep. you know, yep. the extra informant, it's a constant topic. So, of course, if someone comes up and says, hey, we got this great idea, what do we think? Let's put it into play. Let's, let's figure it out. 
Maybe should have they waited a couple of weeks to get some numbers on it? Sure, to get some type of skeleton on the deal. Yep. Sure. Yep. But I can see why they released it. Yeah. It's exciting. I like I said. I said to my wife, that would be totally cool if you have community events there. You do a Halloween party and you could do a fundraiser for this or that or whatever. Cool. Exactly. When's the last time that was something was fun done in this community? June 4th, 1972. Drag, <laughs> drag queen story hour at okay. the extra library. There it was. That was the last fun thing. <clears throat> we need from Mr. Bell... Mr. Gardella and Mr. Vollmer, because those are the three guys that will make the decision, is a five-year business plan. Sour grapes? Yeah, and I also probably, he probably would have think accusations these are, and Jerry Gelloff. <laughs> Forgot my name yep. here. Where'd it go? What hey. should we expect so that when it doesn't happen, we know who to look to? Oh. Now, I- So that when it doesn't happen, he's forecasting. Yeah, when you shit the bed. We're going to know who did the, the duting. <laughs> give an example here. This is what happens when you fragment our businesses. Uh, full service will operate all four profit centers, golf, bar, restaurant, banquet. But we right now. Lemonade stand. <laughs> Newspaper he just, delivery. He sounds very angry. Like every little comment you can. You have. I've never talked to the man. I had. I, he said a sentence to me and I said it back to him. Um, I've never had a conversation with him, but can if he's angry at you, I can imagine at, he ends every sentence with some passive-aggressive comment. Or the dig of some type. Mm-hmm. The way we run it, the clubhouse has been closed. This is your six. This is your six. Restaurants been closed. Banquets been closed. But when you fragment our profit centers, for example, a golf course, the last five years, 2017 to 2021, we only had four million dollars in revenue. Is that gross revenue? Gross net revenue? Compare <laughs> <laughs> that to these five years: fifteen million. And our gross profit? Well, we didn't have a profit. We lost two million dollars in those five years. Two million dollars in golf. Oh no! I wish we could do something. You know, have maybe bring somebody in that could do events, private parties, or something. <laughs> yeah. Maybe where we could make a couple bucks or. I, Actually, I don't want it to make money. I want it to to break even. No, making money would be fine for me. If it at least breaks even. Right. At at the very least breaks even. But if it makes money, then that can go to pay our taxes down where our taxes aren't as high. Yeah. Okay. I'm for that. But what's the chance of that going to happen? They'll be like, oh, we need a new elementary school. Well, we need a new bus terminal. Oh, we need a new... Whatever. As they're always going to find ways to spend money because it's not theirs. Oh, we're going to get to that mm-hmm. in the school board meeting, oh, yeah. too. <laughs> we're going to get to that. Nothing to cut. So so here, here here's the end of it. Um, the woe. Yeah, here, here's the end of it. But but before that. There is really nothing that we can cut. So that's true. what you meant. So, so here, here's the end of his comment. Uh, let's see. Three. There so it doesn't work very well when you have someone managing one part of it and somebody else managing another part of it. I hope the supervisors will realize that this is the best way for us to go. My, uh, Morningstar only offered to run the bar and restaurant and banquet business. Because there's no money in golf. No. There's no money. It's a dying sport. True. It's dying with the old farts that play it. I used to play it, but I can't anymore because of my back. This this 
Brown will run the golf course too, and they're pros at it. They're very, very good at it. Question, Mr. Miller. Now that right there, that was a setup. Mm-hmm. The guy he's talking to, Bob Miller. Bob Miller seems like a real nice guy, but that was a total setup. Do we have any foyer? Do you have a question? Do you have a question? What in the middle of a meeting? You know, as George said, when did this turn into a town hall? That was totally set up. Is he? He set that question up with him. Oh yes. So since Dave's really concerned with FOIA requests and stuff like that, is there one on him talking to Dave Miller? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right? I share your concern, and I took the opportunity. And I, I want to express my appreciation to the board actually producing the proposal that I could read it. I led the records of recommendations of the courses that are actually being operated by Brown. When do we get to stand up in the middle of a meeting and just start talking? Like, George should have gaveled this shit down immediately. It should have been mm-hmm. immediately. Those are those times that you're talking about that George needs to uh, yeah. step up a little bit. He eventually did. Yeah, he did. But you got to nip that stuff in the bud. Got to nip it in the bud. Making that a profitable operation. And on your side, on Brown... They will provide us with money. They will provide us with an income. This will be an exclusive operation, okay, that we will have no input to and no revenue flow back into the township. I don't see anything coming from the double team. It's going to be their operation and their profit. And we have... Is Dave scuba diving there? You hear him like... Darth Vader. The problem is that you can't hear Miller at all, and I had to boost it way up. And all you hear Dave with his uh, COPD, it sounds like. uh, You have Dave in the iron lung. (laughs) (laughs) Dave Vader. How's that? There you go. There you go. Well, I, I can't answer that. So now he's saying... Miller's saying there, but there, there'll be no money. There'll be nothing but money for them. How do you know they haven't released it yet? Yeah. You don't friggin' know anything. I almost you, cursed. Right? You don't know anything. It's it's almost like Miller did help Dave do the visual on the on on his yeah. little, little shindig that he's doing. So they're on the phone. Mm-hmm. They're hey, on the phone. What do we put? Nothing. Don't put anything in the underneath double tree in the right hand column of the visual. Don't. We're comparing it apples to nothing. Okay. When when I get to this point in my speech, I'm gonna need you to raise your hand and I'll call on you. Yes. Like you're a pupil. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and then I'm gonna need you to say this. When following. You, when, when you hear me breathing like Dave Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> so angry. It's passive aggressive breathing. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want to see her, so we have to ask him to can you do a free information uh, request on that one? For Dave? I don't know if you could or not. He probably was personal email back and forth, right? Yeah, more than likely he was smart and did it on the phone. <laughs> We're gonna build can you imagine how that phone call goes? Hey, guess what? We're gonna do it the next meeting. We're going to need you. I'm going to do this, compare apples to nothing, and then I want you to answer a question or ask a question and then back up what I'm saying by saying that we're comparing apples to nothing. <laughs> That's what but, you're doing. But make sure that you give bona fide instances of absolutely no information right. when you do it, okay? Yep. Brown's so awesome. Okay, they're, they're very, very good at this. And I'm not saying that they're, they are or they aren't. But compared to what? So remember, 
Your cue is when I say the rooster crows at midnight. That's when you throw your hand up. When you hear me passing out from from over breathing, that's when you ask your question. All right. When I start teetering, ask the question. If you see me falling over, go with the question. I'll call on you before I hit the floor. All right. Just keep moving on. Question: Because there's absolutely no transparency at this time with this. This was brought up, uh, surprised the heck out of me, and it's a it's a deal as Mr. Gardella claims was made in the back porch of uh, uh, Jerry Galef and, and himself when they were out there. There it is. There it is. Backroom, dear Jerry. How much, how much you want to take for it, buddy? Dude, I'm. I'm the puppet master here. Yes. I don't know if you realize it or not. Pulling strings. I am. I'm the puppet. I set this whole thing up. Mm-hmm. You know what I did, though, that was stupid? I didn't take any money. But you are you are going to get your name on a plaque. Yeah. <laughs> That's a double tree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At the RCC. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. Big old plaque. So, I mean, you know, Dave is just supporting me in, in, in you know, uh, in, in the early episodes, it was my contention that I am the most powerful man in Exeter. I think Dave's bringing that back. I am God. <laughs> right, that's, I think it's honestly, it's, I think it's sour grapes. If Dave would have come up with, if you, if Dave and you were sitting on your back porch, yep. sipping some pippy, yeah. <laughs> some, some scotch, scotchy scotch, uh, <laughs> and came up with this, he'd be like, this is the great, greatest thing since sliced bread. Yeah. He really would. You know, talking I'm about this. Tax base, Mr. Hughes, and actually having money coming in. <laughs> I, I agree. Taking over the golf club was we would actually purchase that. <laughs> so there's Miller again, and there was George. Just this is not a town hall. Please finish your report, Mr. Hughes. Well, this is it. I just wanted to share this information with the public, with the board, so that they could better maybe have a better. Uh, thinking better about what we're going to do here because so they could have a better understanding yeah. of comparing what, apples to nothing. <laughs> DoubleTree also they're they're getting in bed with uh, with a te- with a government. You know we have three funds. We have the government funds. We have the they're getting in bed with a government. You think they're not already right? How many zoning time? How many friends do they have on like zoning committees and stuff throughout Berks County? You know, what I mean? I'm willing to bet the DoubleTree is the exclusive, and I don't know this, but the exclusive of the city of Reading, hmm. exclusive meeting space, almost. Of course, I'd be willing to bet. I, you know, what Dave is doing with this, um, comparing apples to nothing. It's and it literally sounds on who's on first, and who's on second, who's on third. You're you don't you, he has nothing to compare to. So anytime he brings Brown up. Or the RCC, we don't know. Or the double tree deal, we don't even know. He's, I, it's sour, sour grapes, man. Fiduciary funds, and then we have the proprietary funds, and this is a proprietary fund, and we're gonna, we're gonna get a lot of right to know requests that the double tree is gonna have to provide information for them. So, including the right to know request that includes your true thoughts on Brown is my true guess. Boom, taking a little shot. <laughs> I think how many how long and good for George on doing that because Dave does it all the time Mr. Passive-Aggressive ending every sentence with a a jab a dig yep but it's best that it he just he seems very angry man that right Uh, this is my report Mr. Bell here he goes you can you can you can have your comments when it's your turn all right 
Thank you. Mr. And these are my true, these are my new true thoughts about what I see here doing. My new true thoughts. I had other true thoughts. These are the new ones. And next week I might have new, newer true thoughts. I was, I was I'm surprised you didn't say this is my truth. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everybody's saying that. Well, this is my truth. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. There is no. Well, this is my truth. Is this is Kevin's truth? And this is Jerry's truth. It's either true or it isn't. <sighs> Going forward with this. Okay, so so that was Miller saying, "Oh, I I I, I was just responding." Okay, sure, right. that, sure, it, sure, it's fine. That's fine. Maybe he maybe he. Uh, Inkling, what we were just talking about, maybe it's a, a little FOIA request between Dave mm. and him, and he was like, "Uh oh, <laughs> back battle." Wow! 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 Thank you, Mr. Hughes. Do we, I'm, I? I texted you when that happened. Yeah, and I was like, "What did he say?" I don't know what he said. I told you. But it doesn't seem like a wow, sir. I don't necessarily... No, I, th I think the wow was for the entire comment. You think so? I do. Oh. And and I did accentuate that a little bit. Right. I, I boosted it. It was more than one person saying wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they were female voices. I mean, it's... So it's... Like, we weren't there. It was off camera. Did he, like, give him the old, like, the you know, the Italian flicking the teeth? And no. Stuff like that or no. Anything? I I really do think they were just saying wow to the entire comment. That, that it was just like batshit craziness it's it's these are the days of our lives of exeter township oh it really is i it mean is. it's it's uh <laughs> it's as exeter turns it's what do you want to call it that's it every meeting that's why it's fun to watch oh yeah Definitely are you kidding me i don't go to them i just watch them yeah well you, you know you, you might be busy i don't know <laughs> i know i think i'd rather sit on on my deck and listen to it with my wife because then bounce stuff off of her and then she, i mean she gives me some material to talk about right there it is these are the days as exeter turns it's constant it's constant Join us for another episode of As Exeter Turns. Listen as the township supervisor makes a non-existent goddamned point about anything <laughs> concerning what is reality. And saying, this is awesome and this sucks, but we're not pointing to anything specific on this sucks sucks. <laughs> we're going to point out all of the great things. But what? none of, for one, but not for the other. In all sincerity, what has Brown done that's so great? I don't know. Apparently, they've run. They've they've got. I I I got a hold of the entire report, or their entire submission, and of course, their submission is going to be what pumping themselves up. Oh, this township said we did a great job. We're awesome. This township said gold star, yeah. buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that township said, they're not going to tell you about the one I went, yeah, you know what? You guys, you really didn't do such a great job. And I bet the owner's mom said he was handsome when he was four years old. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? As Exeter turns, my stomach. But one of the things also, which we talked about last week was I think the Doubletree and the Boscovs people, they have something. They're, it's, that family's been in this community. 
Right. I think they, they have. I think it would be a win for them, and they will try as as hard as possible to make it succeed. Where other than money, what does Brown have to push for that? Right. I, they have no connection. Right. But you know, again, that's even dude. That's even comparing apples to nothing. It's because just because thing once they got out. themselves in sconce here, maybe they would actually become great corporate citizens and and et cetera, et cetera, because it would behoove them to do so. Yes, monetarily wise, yeah. And because you never know what that's going to turn into. I mean, right. you know, what if that would turn into a 20-year contract where, you, you know, everybody was happy and you did a great job and money was made? I'm not saying Brown would do a bad job, but it right. already got voted down, so I don't, I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, they're not going to go back and revisit it. Unless they reissue uh, a you know a bid, and don't forget this. Don't forget when John Brown was in the Reading Eagle. Oh, f those guys! Right. Hell with them. They suck. And then some of the they're ink, the worstest. Some of the digital ink didn't even dry, and then the deal was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you love hit pieces where the ink ink hasn't even dried before you're made to look like a fool. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I really think that the guy. Uh, did himself an incredible disservice by talking to the Reading Eagle. And you know what? If he was smart, when the Reading Eagle called him, he would have said, all right, we lost, whatever. Right, like no one has ever lost a bid before. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I've never lost, God, dozens. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, I used to do quotes all the time, and that just happens. Right. It happens. It's it part does of happen. And you might, get, you might get ticked off, and okay, you put really... I, you spent a lot of time doing them, as I know that, and especially in the industry that I worked in. You spent a lot of time putting together a lot of math, a lot of time, a lot of research, and then it just goes poo-poo, and you're like, I just spent that time. That's why people do – normally, there's sometimes in, our, in the line of work that I worked, you, you pay for. If I'm putting a drive together or designing a drive or something like that, you should have to pay for it, especially just a bid because then they'll use it. Right. They do that crap. Where they'd be like, oh, this is a great drawing and everything. Thank you so much. And uh, you didn't get the, we're not going to go with you. You, you like, got to copyright some your stuff. <laughs> be like, okay, then can you at least give me a, you know. Uh, An attaboy? Yeah. Slap on the butt. Say, hey, there you go, champ. <laughs> Thanks. Great. Can you at least tossle my hair? <laughs> <laughs> Good boy. All right, champ. Thanks so Way much. Way to go, dude. That's all it accounted for. <laughs> so, uh and nothing else really happened in that meeting. I mean, it, it was pretty quiet. It was pretty staid other than that. Dave does make them more fun. Yeah. On our in our line of of sure work. Sure. I know that there are people in this uh, uh township who are just like they they're miserable about it. Like they think but what they don't know is that Exeter is the clown show of Berks County. Mhm. Every stupid township, even Maiden Creek, makes fun of us. I don't know about and that. And Maiden Creek's got a bunch of, got a host of problems, dude. I, I think there's a lot of problems, especially and when you try to fix passports problems. Yeah. And then, like we talked about, we talked about earlier too, is where you don't have the people that are against you changing. They don't like change. Yeah. They don't like change. They don't like, and then they definitely don't like the people that they didn't vote for doing change. People in Exeter despise change unless it's their change. Mm-hmm. And and they're unwilling to cave in on, you know, anybody else's idea. It's got to be. A, like, you know what it is? It's a township of little effing spoiled babies. 
Yeah. I mean, there's an awful lot of people who just, oh, no, it's got to be this way. Just look at some of the comments. Right. It's got to be this way. Well, it's not the way it's going. Yeah. So find find the other side. Yep. And and either get in the boat and row or jump off. Start bailing water because yeah. it's going down, bro. Right. Something. <laughs> yeah. It just, I honestly, like I, I think we talked about this before. I think they could literally do something perfect and someone would complain. Yeah. And if, and I'm sure if Ted and Dave Vollmer and George, they came up with something and it was perfect, Dave Hughes would poo-poo it just because he didn't come up for it. Uh, well, you know, it, it, it proved by these three clips mm-hmm. because, as you said, he, he compared no information to what is known. And even at that, you're not comparing real. You're comparing projected. I mean, let's face it. I mean, yeah, okay, so it all would be under one. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, in past years, it made money, allegedly, gross profits but you don't know what he's the one who keeps saying and and he said it numerous times in meetings oh you wait till you see the inflation we have this time next year Mm -hmm. do you know what that's going to do to a golf business you know what that's going to do to an events business we don't have any idea how that and try opening a goddamn restaurant right now i'll bet you it's near impossible i see more closing Oli right. Dairy just closed. Oli Turnpike Dairy. They're closing on the, sometime this month. Yeah, end of the, towards the end of the month. They've had enough. Yep. And they just spent a, he just spent a lot of money redoing up in there and making it all nice and stuff. Yeah, I got to go there for breakfast one last time. I used to go. I take my kids down there still for ice cream. We used to go there all the time when I was in high school. And yeah, maybe I'll go for ice cream. Their ice cream's good. Their ice cream is good. It's a, it's a nice, wholesome place. Yeah. And it sucks, but... And, and the funny part is that someone... Business comes, opportunity. No, thank you. That's what my wife was. We should buy it. It's a farm. I'm like, no, no, no. Oh, it's all farm too. It's right next to her. Yeah. That. Oh, I didn't even. I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking along those lines. Yeah. And they're getting rid of the animals and the zoo and everything. Yep. It sucks. It's it's the businesses and what I did for the last five years is they're hurting. And I think I I don't really think a lot of people thought of the long term effects of shutting down for two. Years. <laughs> no, that you don't have to think about that. That is apparent. Yeah. And well, it's apparent now is like the people that were for it back when it happened. Well, it's just two weeks to slow the curve, which was retarded as it was. And then that turned into a year and a half or, or how, however long. Even closing a business for a week is disruptive. Sure it is. To just gross re- gross net revenue of a business. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it, and then you, you just figure locally. Like, are you going to go out to eat? It costs $86 for a family of four to go to Five Guys now? That's I, I've not absurd. been to Five Guys in a long time, but y- yeah, That's I absurd. hear you. So you're not going to spend. And then if, you, if you're doing functions, if a business is, is going to have a corporate party, which they're going to have at the Reading Country Club, are they going to do that when things are bad? No. That, what do you think the first thing that the corporation cuts is? Mm-hmm that i mean they've already cut travel christmas parties zoom zoom has already mm-hmm. cut uh business travel considerably oh we realize we can do it this way now we don't have to send biff yeah. to iowa i've been talking to a lot of people about this is that I, I think this was one of the parts of covid of the great reset 
is all those people that be working that are going that now work from home. Yep, you're going to be unemployed in the next five years. Mark it down, because why would I? Pay, as a business owner, why would I? Why would I pay you? 50, 60, 75, 120,000 dollars to work from home where I can pay some dude in a foreign country five bucks an hour to do the exactly exact same thing. Yeah, because I mean, let's face it, what you're doing at that point is you're outsourcing. Mm-hmm. I can outsource you cheaper. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? That's going to happen. Oh, I it is going to happen. What I is know. It, 30% of New York City is the uh, office buildings are empty. 30% of the largest, what is New York the largest city in the country or is it yes. LA? Yes, it is. See, and that's that's huge. Well, I'm going to work from home. Everybody would like to work from home. Most people like to work from home. I mean, nice to work from home if you don't have kids and all that stuff. Because then, you, with COVID and everything, everybody right. had to double precisely and everything. But still, man, it's coming. And and I, is that going to affect everything in local in our local economy? You bet your ass it is. Damn right. So even I don't, and it doesn't matter is whether it was DoubleTree that's running it or Brown. It doesn't really matter. Economy inflation affects everyone. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter if if Brown's running it or the Double Tree. I'm still believing, hopefully, in times of this nature. It's one of the things I've been trying to do is just work get round round the 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 wagons. Put them around. Circle the wagons. Yeah, circle the wagons around the community. Do parties. You can do fundraisers. I mean, you look at like those people, like the thing you shared on social media with that that woman who. Um, uh, would she kill her daughter or whatever it was and doing fundraisers for people like that for that the teacher at Exeter you know, yeah. just trying to do things locally stop giving a crap about Ukraine it doesn't matter it's gone anyway Russia already won just the media lies to you just pay attention locally you see a business locally go to it yeah you see one that's struggling go to it go buy a pair of shoes you see wear. a family that's struggling or you know somebody is struggling you give them some money yep help them out yeah. Whether it's money or food or take a dish over or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? It's it, that community thing is the, what you'll do to build a community. Who cares? Honestly, I, I, I this is why I laughed when people crap on nationalism. I was like, everybody hates nationalism and calls it racist and stuff, but they sure love it during the Olympics, don't they? <laughs> you know what I mean? This is the point that people don't get. And I look at it as a world. Okay, we're a world, and then we're the United States, and then we're Pennsylvania, and then we're Berks County, and then we're Exeter. Mm-hmm. And that's what we need to do is if everybody did that in their own community, like Exeter, Oli, Redding, boom, 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 all around, everything would be better because then you know somebody has your back. You know what I mean? Right. And and the point at which you solve your own problems, then you can go help that other community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you... It, but it, you don't top down it. You can't. It won't work. We've been proving that for about 100 years. Right. But that's the part. If you take care of... If this then comes in, I would much rather go... Like I won't go down to Philly, the Philadelphia Phillies anymore. I won't. I'll go to the Reading Phillies. Mm. My my daughter had a thing at the uh, was the Reading Royals or whatever it was for okay. school. I went. My son and I loved it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna go to a bunch of games this winter. I'd rather do that than go. I listen. I love hockey, but I'll go see that hockey than I will drive all the way down to Philly between gas and the ticket prices and everything. It's ridiculous. So it's everything's going to get more expensive. Just wait till the food problems start happening. And everything's going to be more expensive and there's going to be less of it. Remember that everything you see in Europe is is hitting six months before it does here. Mm-hmm. Three to six months. Mm-hmm. In today's London Telegraph, the Bank of England is finally being honest with people and telling them 
you are in for a world of hurt. Yep. A world of hurt is coming your way. You were going to see the worst cut in family income in the last 50 years. You were going to see the worst conditions since the 1970s. Get ready. It is coming. They're telling them that now. Yep. And this is one of the reasons why I've bashed the media for 20 years is because they've literally now, back in the day, they they got bad 15, 16 years ago, right when Bush, right around when Bush was ending his presidency. And when, when Obama came in, it got real bad. It's always been bad, but it got really bad underneath Obama. And what you see going on now, this is why it's so despicable. The, the media should be telling people to prepare. They should be telling people to try, like I had a meeting with a, with, um, a guy today, and I said, when I talk to younger people, I'd rather have nine streams of income and nine different little jobs than one. Because yeah. you lose one, you're screwed. If you lose one of your eight or two of your eight, you can pick up another two. And it doesn't have to be, everyone's like, oh, I have to make $75,000, $100,000 a year in one job. That goes away, bye-bye, like those people I just talked about that are working from home. Yep. That goes bye-bye, you're gone, you just lost your house. There was an economist uh, named Walter Williams. Do you know Walter? No. He was the dean of the School of Economics at uh, George Mason University, I think. Walter was brilliant, okay? He wrote a weekly newspaper column. He he filled in for Rush Limbaugh's radio show. He did television appearances all the time. He did speeches. And he was also a teacher at George Washington. So... I was watching something with Walter one time and he said, you know, you take a lot of controversial stances. Like, aren't you afraid that the people at George Mason are going to university are going to like, you know, tell you, well, you're too controversial. We need you to go. And he said, they can kiss my ass. I've got seven jobs. Mm -hmm. I write books. I write a weekly column. I do this. I do that. I do the other thing. I don't need them. They need me. Yep. Yep. And that is the way to approach your life. Yes. Multiple jobs. Yep. And with this. It's just that our stupid society is like, oh, you're not a success if you work on a weekend. Right. Double tall, man. All right. But going back to why it's despicable is because the media is telling people they're not telling people to prepare. They're not being honest with them. All to save a politician's butt and make him look good. Right. Think about that. A virtue signal to try to push people to change their mind from thing, a diversion, then feeding your family. Really, I mean, just think about that, man. Yeah, like you're you're trying to score political points to cover for a moron that doesn't even know where the hell he is half the time. All so your party that controls you, because that's let's be honest, every ninety nine percent of the media is left wing, right? And everyone's like, "Cool, Fox News." Okay, that's one compared to what ABC, NBC, CBS, all the ABC ones. You know what I'm talking about? But you, the media, would be telling people, "Hey." Here's where to park some money and some investments. Here's what to do to prepare food-wise and do this. Maybe pick up a side hustle or two. Yeah. But no, they're doing this and more people. And there's a guy I was listening to a podcast the other night. Now, internationally, I don't know if this will happen in the United States, but this type of this food, famine stuff is going to kill millions of people. Yes, it is. And inside, think about that. When that happens overseas, it's going to get bad here. Yeah. Will it get that bad? I don't know. I don't think so, but I think... When food is missing, it comes violence, and that's going to be the really scary part. But the media is so bad that they'll cover for some dude, and they'll let people die and starve. So 
you heard it here first, folks. In three to six months, what uh, the London Telegraph is talking about today, the Bank of England is talking about today, is coming here mm-hmm. because that is just the way that it goes. I've been I've been especially being uh, paying keen attention through the, uh, the 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 quote unquote pandemic. Yep. And it's three to six months till something arrives here from there. Europe starts it. Yeah. And then we get it. Just like just like the just like COVID. Mm-hmm. Yep. Started in China. It's went on fire in Europe, then came here. And just think about this with the food famine and stuff like that. Our government with during COVID, and they're still doing it to this day. Our government is paying farmers to destroy their crops. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, it is. For what? A virus with a ninety nine point nine nine eight fatality rate or survivability rate? Survival rate. rate. That's insane to me. And that that's mm-hmm. why you know it's all done on purpose. This the the part that as a community we need to come together is because there's poor people in our community. There's people, there's single moms that are just there and single dads that are struggling to go to make it. Mm-hmm. I think the problem is is like say that that dad where his the, he teaches that ex mm-hmm. they have yes two kids well he has two kids now. he has one kid now one kid left so he's working how many other families are like that where and the problem is is the babysitting days of fourteen and sixteen year olds babysitting is not as prominent as it was when we were kids no you know what I mean have a neighbor watch your kids and stuff like that but that's because everyone's so scared of everybody now too yeah you know what I mean. Yeah. Like you see a little kid. I always smile at little kids. Most little kids are really afraid of me because I'm so tall. And they're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you s- smile at them. Wave at them. Open the door for someone. Turn a little bit of a smile into somebody's. And you see, it's 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 sad what's going to happen. But it's. I just hope as a community we can come together. And if you do something at the RCC, like bring a Halloween party. I'm all for a big Halloween gala there. Mm-hmm. That would be super fun. Next year. Yeah. Perhaps. You know? Well, if you and Ted can put it together on your on your porch, and okay, day. we'll have to invite Ted over, and we'll have to plan that. <laughs> yeah, but I think that's yeah. a great idea. But you can do other things like that. Do an Easter roll, like they do at the White House. You know, what I mean, all that, all those different different things that can be done there to bring the community together instead of sitting there and bitching on social media. Have a conversation with someone. Yeah, have a compromise. Again, we have more in common with the people that we disagree with than we don't. On to the school board meeting. This is going to be sweet. Yeah. So so the first thing that happened at the uh, at the school board meeting was that they talked about overpayment of taxes. This was one of the things that really lit a fire under me for the week. I listened to it. I was like, since you and I are basically aligned the same yeah. thing with libertarianism and, and stuff like that, old school libertarian, not the crazy wackadoo kids now, Ron Paul libertarianism. Um, I was thinking about you and uh, instantaneous when I heard it, I was like, I can't wait to talk about this on the show. So uh, we're, we're going to allow Dave Hemberger to explain it to everybody. Um, finance, facilities, and audit. Dr. Hemberger? Uh, thanks, Dr. Hearing. Um, first, I- Do you hear that buzz in the back? Mm-hmm. Is that a, I did you're, a, you're the audio guy. What is that? That is uh, shitty mics. Going through, they, 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 there is some noise cancellation they could do, and they've got the gain. They've got everybody's gain jacked way up. Like yeah. if I took your gain, yeah, oh geez, yeah, okay, 
That's a lot. Same thing, but I mean, and, and that's the one. Imagine fifteen mics. So they have shitty mics and five hundred dollars chairs that they're sitting in. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, I, I even there, there's some noise reduction stuff in in my audio software. Yeah, and that's with I mean I maxed out on that, and you still can't get rid of it completely. It's unbelievable. It's tough to hear them. Yeah is overpayments and this is a discussion item um, and Mr. Fike maybe you have some insights into this but I'll just start off by, by saying that I think this was a question that came up in regard to situations where a um, community member may have overpaid a certain amount of their taxes yeah. uh, whether it's per capita or whether it's a regular school tax and in certain cases it's only by a very small amount maybe less than a dollar fifty or so and there's some request on the part of the um, uh, you know, the tax collectors to be able to kind of waive that uh, or ha have some kind of resolution that the school district would make that we can waive, they can waive payment in cases where that reimbursement is less than $1.50. Okay, so here's my question. Okay, so so the tax collectors want to have the ability to say, okay, he accidentally paid us, uh, you know, ten fifty, and he only had to pay us 10 for his per capita. I think that actually is 11 cents. For, uh, later in the clip as an yeah. example. Yeah. So he overpaid us. If I underpay you, are you going to are you going to forgive that 950? Right. That's are you going to forgive that 50 cents? Right. That's why that whole drop the penny, I'm picking it up, you know what I mean? I, the, the the point that someone later makes which is great, it doesn't matter. If if anything, I would ask for interest back. <laughs> you know what I mean? I paid you 50 cents. I, hey. On a dollar fifty, I want a dollar fifty-one back. Yep, I overpaid. You had my money, just like the, the federal government does when they give you a refund. Right, right, of your own money. I still love when people say that. <laughs> I got twenty-five hundred dollars back. Yeah, that, that's your money, genius. That they that they held on to for a year, a well, part of a year, and didn't pay you any interest. Yeah, is that a correct summary of of? And that's the correct summary. What the tax collector was saying is it actually costs more to send it back than to right. to keep it. But you know, it costs more to send it back. So how much will it cost me to have to send you a check for fifty cents if I accidentally send you nine fifty instead of ten? Right. Or if you just forget about it and you didn't pay them, to, you're going to lose your house because you didn't pay your taxes. So a really great point. All right. So uh, my my dear late friend Ed Gallagher. You may remember Ed. Uh, he, he spoke up at the uh, school board meetings a couple of times. Ed was a great guy. And so Ed told me a story one time. He got a notice from Berks County that they were going to foreclose on his house because he didn't pay a $25 tax. Yep. Okay. And it was like, it was something, it was like, it was like his garbage or something. It was when the township handled, I, I don't even remember what it was. Oh, it was the recycling fee. The recycling fee. The little fee. cards that they used to send out. Yeah, somehow it, it didn't, like it didn't get paid for whatever reason. And they went through the expense of trying to foreclose it. He never got a notice on it. So this is when Charlie Diamond was the, the tax collector. He said, well, after, after a goddamn week of trying to call him, I finally got a hold of him. And he said, oh, yeah, this happened to several people. So look at the wasted money, number one. And number two, over $25.
Right. And you could lose your home over 25 hours. Just forgive it. Yep. But, but they won't. But they don't, they're worried about the cost of sending you back 50 cents. Yes. That's not for me to say. I haven't been in a district that have had that, but I've heard some counties make resolutions to do that. But, you know, that's not for me to choose. <laughs> yeah, so right now they're not at liberty to make that decision themselves, and they have to kind of live with this sort of uh, system that doesn't make that much sense from a financial perspective. And what happens a lot of times, it, it could be per capita, that people send in uh, a $10 fee but it comes in during discount periods, so now it should be nine eighty. So that's a return twenty cents. But it might be the. I've got an idea. Okay, it's nothing but an accounting trick anyway. Give them a twenty cent uh, credit for next year. Put it into the system. You're not sending anything. I believe that's what the state does. Give them a twenty cent credit, and next year instead of their property tax being four thousand six hundred. $12.42, it'll be $0.22. Cents. Right. Anything underneath a dollar. I think, honestly, I think that's how Pennsylvania State does it. If it's underneath a dollar, you're not yeah, getting yeah, it you, back. Yeah, you're not getting it back, and you don't have to send it in. Right. Either. Right. Which they would try to, but I don't know if anybody there pays attention to that. Business privilege or something else that it might be. I think they said it at some point. It might be, I might not have included it in the clip. There might not be in this clip or it might not be in the next one, but there is one voice of reason and it's done by a woman, thank God. Dollar yeah. fifty that they paid, you know, the full amount instead of the discount period. You know, so it becomes or, an accounting kind of a nightmare. Or sometimes they might send the eleven fifty in for the... Uh, okay, we've got it with the scenarios, Brian. We get it. We understand. No more scenarios. Stop. Right. Stop. Well, if they do, they pay before June and July, and there's this. <laughs> and if the, if the stars align just the right way, and the moon is full. Delinquent period is during the regular period. You know, but I, I think uh, Sharon might have some opinion on this, too. <laughs> Sharon Montaigne, solicitor. Yes. She's, she, this also pissed me off mightily. Wait, wait. Um, I, I haven't done the research on, on whether there's a de minimis provision. I haven't done the research. What am I paying you for? Mm. Why are you sitting there? You should come prepared. This was in the agenda. All you have to do is look at the agenda. Realize what it's all about. Then you can do your... Why is the solicitor at these meetings? She never contributes anything meaningful. She's getting paid to be there and nothing more. And then the one time she's asked a question, she doesn't have anything for it. Well, I'm not prepared. The dog ate my homework. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for coming and contributing nothing. Yeah. In the law, but, but short of not having an explicit provision that would allow that, this is, this is the taxing authority saying we don't want to be bothered to refund your money that you're entitled to so i would not recommend a resolution because unless unless i find out that there is this you know like a dollar de minimis uh, allowance short of that if somebody overpays their taxes they're entitled to get that back agreed the fact that she didn't have all of the facts why are you there why are you there stay home you don't need her there when I was on the school board, the solicitor didn't come to meetings because I kicked up enough of a stink that I got everybody else to agree with me that, oh, he doesn't need to be here. Was I left. The minute I left, 
Boom. Solicitor was right back. If, especially if she can't answer simple questions. Yeah. It's, it's, it's one really question the point. to be like, what are you getting paid to do? And another question is, why the hell are you here? Yes. You saw it on the agenda, did you not? Yeah. And, and, and nobody called her on it. No one called. They're not going to call out anybody, Jerry. If I were sitting there, I would have said, "If you, why don't you know that? I mean, we're paying you like $245 to be here. But that's the point. They're not going to say anything like that. Those same people. And they're not going to say. That's why That's why we're the people that make people frown, Jerry. Because we, we want to know some accountability on, okay, you get paid to do A, and why don't you know A? That's the part of the problem. <laughs> that veins are popping. Yeah. So then we go to uh, this uh, long, long presentation mm-hmm. on uh, uh, putting together a solar farm. Three different solar farms. Three different, yes. Which, yes. I listened to it and the guy didn't make any sense. And I, I think a lot of people need to look into it a little bit deeper. Mm-hmm. Because, listen, I'm not against solar. I'm really not. I just don't think the technology is where it needs to be for around our kids' schools. Yeah. Like, you want to throw it up on the roof of your house, go at it, dude. But if you're going to be taken up, and a lot of the comments I was happy to see were like, listen, you guys are going to, my kids' students play there, they run there, athletes, you know, practice there or whatnot, and this, and then all over the place. Here's the funniest part this drove me, my wife and I looked at each other. The guy is doing a proposal. What's he say? You know, I find it funny. I say this all the time. Uh, you know, people, uh, they have a problem with the solar farm, but they don't have a problem with this coal smokestack or a 5G tower. Uh, hey, genius, we all hate those. We all hate those. So if you say that all the time, you may want to not do it because you sounded like a moron. Yeah. And then this is uh, with the solar farm thing, too. It's going to be an incredible eyesore. Two... I think people missed where after five years, the township has to buy everything from the company. The school district has to buy it, yes. From the investors. And um, unless, so the way the deal is structured is the investors pay for it. Mm-hmm. Okay, they pay for the whole thing. And they get paid for the tax credit. The, uh, they, they get the tax back. credits that the school district can't take advantage of. And So oops. that all makes sense. And they, I believe the, the, the split is they get 80% of the electricity that they sell and the school district gets 20. Right. Okay. You mean after the usage it gets put back into the grid. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. So, and, and the best part of this is, and they admitted it, that the first, if they act on this immediately and they're going to, oh, yeah. in two it's weeks, next project. Tuesday, next Tuesday, they are going to do it. Yep. Okay, it's gone. They spent too much goddamn time on it this Tuesday night for it not to be a reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, if if you're against this, you need to get in touch with your school board because this is a freight train coming at you. Yep, and they're going to raise taxes next year to help pay for it. Yes, and then in five years they're going to raise it. They're going to they're going to raise your taxes every year for probably the next twelve years. And they're definitely going to have to raise your taxes in five years because they're going to have to buy it. But here is the best part. Okay. The best part is that if they, if they run with it right now, by the time they would get these things set up the first year, the school district is still committed in a contract 
to whatever power company they're with now. So they don't even get the benefit of the first year. Of savings. Or power. So the first year, all of the power is going to go into the grid. It's like paying Dr. Minor to do nothing for three months. It's the same thing. Do I have this wrong? Like if you're committed to that company, to that electric company, what's going to happen to the solar power? It's going to go to the investors. And it's also, I understand where the guy, where he could say, you know, you can, I would, he said, you're going to save. I wish you said you could possibly save. Because that's like saying, well, every day is going to be sunny. Right. And if it's not if it's not sunny, the solar powers the solar panels aren't absorbing energy. Right. And the funniest part for all the wing nuts, what has Bill Gates talked about how to fight climate change? What has he talked about doing? I don't know. Shielding out the sun. <laughs> so all these solar companies. It's a great point. And that's not Kevin saying something conspiracy theory. Bill Gates said they want to shield out the sun and they're going to do that by spraying shit in the skies. Right. So you shield out the sun. Well, geniuses, wouldn't that tell you that's why the earth is warm is because of the sun. Bill Gates says he wants to do it. So all these solar companies then <laughs> that sold these genius school boards on these huge things that after five years you're going to have to pay for. And then Bill Gates, every climate change is a new thing. So it's so scary. We're going to have to shield out the sun. And there's the solar panels aren't going to produce squat. The thing that shocked me about it was the way nobody pushed back on the no, guy. They're not going to. Nobody pushed back on him and said, you know, you are giving me nothing but pie in the sky. Tell me reality. Mm-hmm. And when he's got hamburger over there going, oh, I talked to the superintendent of this school district and he said it was the greatest thing since sliced mm-hmm. bread. And you know what else happened? After he did that, he got laid more often too. And Brown- Everything just came together perfectly. Yep. And brown golf is awesome and double tree sucks. <laughs> right? That's, did they really, if you don't push back and they're not going to push back, this is the non frowny face board. They're not bright enough to push back. That's Maybe the problem. So. I'm not saying, I'm just saying it's the same reason they didn't push back on a solicitor and why you don't know is the same reason why they didn't push back on this guy. Of course he's a salesman. That's what he does for a living. That's right. He's going to make his product look the best. He's going to make himself look the best. And I guarantee you he's going to have that on video and he's going to go back to his boss and be like, oh, yeah, I did a great job. And they bought it. They're going to buy it. They're going to spend all this money. And then in five years, the Exeter Township, the Exeter residents are going to pay for all of that because they have to buy it all back from the investors. And by then in five years, Jerry, if inflation is this bad now, how bad do you think? You heard Dave, Dave Hughes talking about inflation, right? Yeah. What do you think it's going to be in five years for something that's like this? Dude, it, it it's... They, I don't know if it was in their packet or not that the board got. I don't know if it was flashed up on the screen, but I didn't hear anybody say, well, the cost of it in five years is going to be X. They didn't bring up a cost. Right. There was no cost. That means they don't have one. That means that they're going to commit to buy something that they don't know if it's going to be, uh, it's, it's $27 million. It's what? Yeah. And and the very well could be. The investors in it could be like, okay, here's the going rate, and we're going to add on 10 15% for yeah. some giggles. This is, listen, maybe they're not smart, like you said. I don't know. But they're all doctors, which we know doesn't really mean anything these days. But I don't, they're, they're jumping into a lake, and they don't know what's under the water. They really are. They have no idea. I go as far as to say they don't even know there's water in the lake. That's true too, man. But they did, there's so many parts of I listened to that guy 
very in, uh, very directly and rewinded a couple spots. He he's a salesman. Yeah. And you can say, well, you're going to save this much money. You don't know that. No. How much is it? You don't know that. Here's the best part. In years two to five, mm-hmm. not for year one, right. in years two to five, you're going to save $375,000. In years six to 40, you're going to save six fifty or more. Yeah. I don't know a single person on this planet that can predict six to 40 years out. Or whether people can't even... Why would you listen to this asshole? Why You can't even predict the weather for next week, but we're going to predict what the weather is going to help produce. Right. For 40 years, mm-hmm. by the way. Yeah. That's what it drives me nuts. And, is such, and I was very happy to see a lot of the comments were pushed back. I would say probably 90% of the comments were against it. Like, not against it as a whole as solar. Like, I'm not against solar. And mm-hmm. I know what the left does. Oh, you you, you wouldn't... You, if we're going to play that game that the left does, how many animals are going to be displaced because of these things? Good question. Are there special bird? Ooh, we need to have the EPA come in. There could be special birds, Jerry, that are going to be displaced because they're going to put these in. Dude, I didn't get the clip. And I looked for it a little bit and I couldn't find it. But there was an, actually a part of his presentation where somebody said, well, you know, you said before about the uh, about a lawnmower throwing a rock through one of these things mm-hmm. how are we going to take care of the vegetation that's still growing there the grass and stuff mm-hmm. oh well you, you know what many school districts do is they get sheep and and they let the sheep go in there <laughs> so now you got to buy goddamn sheep and now that? you got to now you got to pen them somewhere yeah. and you got to get somebody to put them in there and take them out and and little bo peep yeah. and etc cetera, etc cetera. So, i mean my god can you people hear anything right i don't think the board is and if they do this which i wouldn't doubt that you're right that they're going to do it i mean it's going to be a boondoggle that again listen solar feels great it feels great and the problem is, is that if you actually know something about solar, talk to a roofer. Talk to a contractor that re- that repairs roofs that have solar panels on them. I'm not going to talk about They get about baked? It. They get ruined. They ruin roofs. Solar panels ruin roofs because they don't leak. They leak stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Talk to it. Next time, if you're a listener, talk to a roofer. Or a, a contractor that hires roofing or re- replaces roofs. Ask them if they've done any work on solar ones. I'm all for solar. If it can be made to work, yeah. great, wonderful. There's great. I'm for wind power. I'm for whatever the hell works. Mm-hmm. But you know what else I'm for? I'm for not getting rid of the shit that does work until that does. Right. That's the funniest part is that you hear uh, the White House press secretary and all the Democrats on TV and everything. They're all talking about, well, we can't the pipelines. It's just it wouldn't be it's just not a switch you know it would take time okay so show me the infrastructure that's going to power philadelphia new york on solar there is no infrastructure and it's going to take even more time because it's not even a, a technology that has had decades of production and setting up and everything it's all new there is no mm-hmm. infrastructure for solar really there isn't and it's it's also not a static the reason why gasoline... Here's a little tidbit for the people listening, Jerry. I don't think I've said this to you before. There's a smart guy that I was talking to, and he said, do you understand that gasoline is freedom? Gasoline in this country means I can drive from Pennsylvania, my house right now, 
to California and I could do it if I was breaking the law, doing something illegal, the cops are looking for me or whatever. It means I can get away from you. Yep. And you can stop and get gas anywhere. But with electricity, electric cars, and you have OnStar on all that stuff, there's bills where cops are allowed to shut off your car if they're chasing you. I've seen it done, Mm -hmm. right? What do you think they do with electric car? What was the number one thing Joe Biden asked Elon Musk and Tesla? I've said this to tons of people. And what did Biden ask Elon Musk to do in Russia when that whole war started? Shut off all the Teslas in Russia. Is that right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you think about that, man, is like the whole control and oil and gas is freedom. Sure it is. It is the most free thing that's produced that allows and it enables you to be free. It does. It's amazing. Electricity, is, it's not not what people think it is. Either are, are these rail cams that they want to put them running in Philly, but that's a whole other conversation. So that, I think, gives the foundation for the uh for for the clips now the first one is is uh yeah our friend bob quinter on on what what solar is there it is right there all right the other location that was considered at a is on a terraced uh actually it's a hill we invest where kind I used what a to hill. sled in 1896. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the winter of 1896. We used to sled down that hill. Old uh, old man Brown, odd that that name keeps coming up, owned the farm back then, and I was uh, I was seven years old that year. And <laughs> a building on that hill and found out there are uh, uh, voids underneath the ground, which required some very uh, extensive uh, concessions in the uh, building of the uh, buildings. That, uh, originally there was supposed to be a, uh, another junior high there until the uh, census went down, but the junior high was going to be to the southeast of uh, where Watton sits right now. My point is that the alternate site <laughs> right? for the panels. Dude, our show's long because of Bob Quinn. Would not, that, it's true. The voids under the ground and the terrorist effect would not affect the panel installation. But. It's. It, he talks really slow and really long, and, and this is not going to go anywhere. No, it is going to go somewhere. <laughs> it is. I, but but I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have set it up. It goes somewhere, trust me. This flat ground down here, not that we're, I want nobody to quote me that we're considering another building, but considering the cost of land in Exeter Township and the paucity of it, uh, I, if we required another building, I think that would be a better site than trying to cram it in on the hillside. So we need to reserve land just in case we need a building 30 years down the road. Never mind that the way this is all going to go is that virtual schooling is going to take over. And if we keep uh, mask forcing masks and keeping kids out of the classroom, 
parent our enrollment's going to go up. That that makes absolutely no damn sense. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's my thoughts. No, I, and I, I understand that. And I would think that if our demographics and our enrollment projections had really suggested that we were looking at some expansion of our student population over the next 10 or 15 years, I, I would be inclined to agree. But I think... If so there's Hamburger shitting on the idea. Thank but he doesn't let it go. Everything we've seen so far suggests, Bob, that we really don't see. We see pretty much stability or even reduction in the number of students, although recently we've seen a little bit of an uptick, uptick but I think that's more of an anomaly, and the trend is it's going down. So, no, it's because they're building. Well, there's not a whole... It's because they're building. It's because they're putting in 12 houses over in Pathfinder Meadows. Right. It couldn't It couldn't be <laughs> that, that the little uptick could be that, could yes, Bobby, but it couldn't be that Exeter really screwed up the last two years and pissed off parents. And parent and parents as a whole are getting tired of public education between, you know, what the PA uh, uh, Department of Education in Pennsylvania just put out about transgender kids can be at three years old. Yeah. And the masking crap. And look what Exeter did. Well, we don't follow the CDC. Well, we're, we're following the CDC. The CDC says that's what I'm basing my vote on. And we're they, not following it. We no, are. Right. We're not. Right. They we kick are. the can because they don't want to take any responsibility. And now that people are pulling their kids out of public school all across the country for good reason, because they're in doctor nation zones for the most part, you keep doing this stuff and your numbers are going to go down. Mm. You're not, you won't even need a new school. You might have to close one down. You keep pulling this crap. Mm. A lot of places, as you said, to build an Exeter Township, there's not many places to build. And that's part of the reason why we're not seeing, you know, any jumps. Of course, the market hasn't been great for building anyway. Yeah, but, you know, they're building. I'm a realtor. But <laughs> oh, we're going to get to that. There's only so much land in Exeter. There's not enough for land. It's because that's the, that's, they don't make more property. That's why it's a great investment. Mm -hmm. they don't make it even more says that. Right, because I've been saying that for the last 15, 20 years, and, but his grandpa said it, so. I mean, looking at it, actually, I hate to say it, it pays for itself in less than 10 years. I don't see any changes yeah. in our population in the next 10 years that would put us over capacity. So, but, yeah. so there's Hamburger and Brian Fike both, both go, and yeah, no, we're not going to get, no, that's not going to happen. It looks horrible, too. Yeah. Look at the map that on, uh, on the other guy's stuff. The, the the visuals on it they look horrible. It's it's it, it, there's so many reasons I'm against it. It's ridiculous. So many reasons. So, Kevin and I were watching from our respective houses the school board meeting, and we were texting. And at one point, Kev texted me something about Bobby Scotch, <laughs> meaning Bob Quinter, and I said, "You don't realize it, but you just gave him his new nickname." And yes, we're going to use it. So I entitled this clip Bobby Scotch Realtor Clip. I'm, I'm not an educator. I'm just a numbers yeah. person. <laughs> well, I'm a realtor. <laughs> well, I'm a realtor, and I'll tell you this. It's like the Muppets. And I'll tell you this. I'm a realtor. You don't know your ass from your elbow, and I'm a realtor. So as soon as I heard that, Kev, I, uh, I flashed back to when I was a kid watching Saturday Night Live. And there was a skit that they did called Fred Garvin, Male Prostitute. 
<laughs> and I immediately went to YouTube and found it. I'm going to play a little bit for you. Okay, did you, did you, I said it to you. Did you watch it? Um, no, I did not have a chance to watch it because I was moving stuff, but um, I, okay. I'm, I'm pretty good on on-the-spot comedy. Okay. So the setup is Margot Kidder. This must have been around the time of Superman. Okay. Uh, Margot Kidder is a woman in a hotel room on a business trip. Uh-oh. Okay. Dude, I, what the hell did they were they thinking making her Lois Lane? Mm. What were they thinking? Lois Lane's Lois Lane's the hottest thing ever. You think so? Well, she's supposed to be. That's the concept. Yeah, but she's a journalist reporter, I guess. Hello, Mrs. Potter. Yes, that's me. The same Mrs. Potter who's vice president in charge of loans for the Franklin National Bank of Chicago. Yeah, that's me. So you got Dan Aykroyd in horn-rimmed glasses, the, uh, the, 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 the checkered type of, of uh, jacket, okay? And the, the little, like, I don't even know what to call the hat, but, but like a little hat and the horn-rimmed glasses. And he just looks like the total stereotypical 1960s nerd. Hey, Alice, it's for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, may I come in? What for? Uh, well, you see, ma'am, when a VIP like yourself uh-huh. comes to Moline to do business, it's customary for the company to send a gal up to the room. Compliments of Great Lakes Feed and Grain. <laughs> and, well, since you're a gal, the company sent me, Fred Jarvin, male prostitute. <laughs> Think you understand? Fred Garvin, male prostitute. That's when Saturday Night Live was good. Bobby Scotch, male realtor. <laughs> he knows realty, man. He, he knows. He knows. He I'm knows sure land. he does. I'm does. sure he does. And at that age, I'm sure. One hundred percent sure he knows that. Closed a bunch of deals. Bunch of deals. <laughs> the deal closer in chief. Yes. And now let me find this. I don't think he's necessarily wrong on on where they shouldn't be, especially around a one. But I don't think anybody wants it. Like like they were talking about during a presentation where they did the bonfire when the uh, Riften ended their year. They did the, well, you can't do that there anymore. And so instead of in pretty green grass, you're going to have solar a solar field. Sounds great. How many field mice, Jerry, are going to have to die? I don't know. Or squirrels. How many sheep are we going to have to get? <laughs> right? How many goats? In three different locations. We're going to need sheep for three different locations. And if we don't need them for three different locations, we don't need to keep them in three. We got to keep them in one and we got to transport them. And then you have to worry about. Am I on drugs? Security. No, I think the guy made a proposal was. But anyway, so we've got Bobby Scotch, male realtor. Because I'm Fred Jarvin, male prostitute. (laughs) One more time. Because I'm Fred Jarvin, male prostitute. Bobby Scotch, a male realtor. <laughs> now let's get back to this clip. Where'd it go? 
There he is. And I mean, looking at it, actually, we'll uh, say it we'll pays for itself, a little bit put there. us over capacity. <laughs> there it is. And, uh, and they are building, uh, Burke's Homes is building. There's other uh, organizations or companies that are looking and trying to. There's other companies that are looking so that I can support the need for another school so that we can leave all of this out and not uh, have to... Did I mention I'm a realtor? Township, and I'll stick with my original statement. It's like my grandpa said, always buy land, Bob, because they're not making any more. And uh, that... True. Very true. I say it all the time. I'll stick with my original statement. Because I'm... Fred German, male prostitute. And that's why you don't invest in scotch. Because it's always made, and I buy it. <laughs> Bobby Scotch. Where the... Uh, male realtor. <laughs> panels are set up is the least expensive plot to build on of the land that we own. And... Uh, what did he just say? <laughs> I don't know, but he's extremely... Like you, he talks so slow... That you're in like maybe the third or fourth word in the sentence and you already lost interest. Like I know as Americans and as, as humans now, like our we don't pay attention as much as we used to. And it's because of people like Bob. Yes. Good luck we trying see. to build anything on it. Pardon me? Good luck trying to build anything on it. We tried. Well, that's all right. I got another in on that too. Because uh, I'm, I'm Bobby Scotch, male realtor. I got another in on that. Don't worry about it. We'll get that deal done, too. If I have to crack some skulls, Bobby Scotch, male realtor, we'll because get it I'm done. Bobby Scotch. Do we need to make a... No, I think we're going to have to. We need, we need to make a clip. Bobby Scotch, male realtor. I'll get it done. And we'll put music behind it. Put like... We'll find some uh, saxophone music yes. to put behind it. Easily done, especially with his voice. It's just so. Because I'm Bobby Scotch. Male realtor. <laughs> uh, you know, the fact is, <laughs> you're actually, you actually went up behind the only objector's house in the land that he has been using free of charge. And uh, I'm sure he's going to object again. He sold his house. Moved. So Bobby Scotch says, and you're right up against the main objector, his land. That guy sold his house. See, what Brian Fike should have said is, you're Bobby Scotch, male realtor. Didn't you know that? Right. Why Didn't you know? know that that guy sold his house? I never want to sell. I'm not going to have him do any deals for me. He didn't know that. Silence for like I, ten also, seconds. Just anyway, like, I'd, I'd, I'd like to talk because they didn't know if Bob was. Angle. They didn't know if Bob was done because he takes so much time in between each word. <laughs> I. He's about to like <laughs> apples. <laughs> it's so slow, man. The on ever <laughs> ice with scotch. Like how many they complain cream about, they complain about long meetings how much longer I would love to see some research done on how much longer the meetings have gotten since Bob been on ooh and like when it. he was on the board before 
So there's like there's there's data that shows okay, a meeting time when Bob's not on the board, and then there's an average, and a meeting time of average when Bob's on the board. He's going to make another stellar point. Are you ready? Hmm. Some figures on uh, what degradation to the system that you're going. So I'm not anti-solar, but I am uh, for putting land to its best and uh, most useful purpose. And if there's other arrangements we can make and leave that available like for future expansion. Why I understand there's a distillery wants to build. Yeah. Here in Exeter. Here back in it. Exeter. I'm backing it because I'm Bobby Scotch, male realtor. <laughs> and if a business <laughs> seriously would like to come to Exeter, Get it Bobby out. Scotch. Get it out, bro. Let it out. <laughs> Today, uh, Junior. I, I think that'd be uh, wise, so to speak. Well, I just hope it's not going to sit there fallow for the next forty years, then, because we uh, have a great use for it. I think but if Brian, we find... and I, Brian and I discussing will, will probably take uh, thirty, twenty to thirty minutes if the coffee pot's on. <laughs> it's, it's not... Sounds good. <laughs> Especially if we put a little bit of scotchy. Gotcha, the coffee. He even says scotch. So, so it's it's like now he has to talk to Brian about it because only he can give the proper opinion. Right, and you know Brian's going like, oh, God, seriously? Jesus Christ, what am I in for? I don't have any free time this year. <laughs> so, Brian, do... He's the William Shatner of Exeter. Right. You have time? Uh, Bob, I'm busy that year. <laughs> right. No free time. <laughs> Got to feed the pigs. Not at all. Walk the dogs. Feed the goats that are going to be underneath the solar panels. Sheep. 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 I'm still, seriously, I, I want to, since we're all about the fields, how many animals are going to be displaced because of these solar fields? That's a great question. How many field mouse? Uh, we need to call the Pennsylvania. How many uh, owls? Yep. 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 All right. So, so, so the next thing. Why is, do they hate field mice, Jerry? Because they're Bobby Scotch, male realtor. Because field mice don't do anything to make scotch, Kevin. <laughs> idiot. They used to, and they gave it up. <laughs> The mice of Wales were once great distillers. <laughs> okay, so so the next thing that happened is, and, and this this lit me on fire more than anything. They need to change board meeting dates mm -hmm. because they're for education and expanding the mind, like Doctor Herring said. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Updated board meeting dates. It'll be recommended that the board modify the school board meeting dates for the remainder of 2022 as per the attached list. Um, we received a request to temporarily move our Tuesday meetings to Wednesdays and Mondays so a working board member um, could further their education by attending a graduate course on Tuesday evenings. Since we're in the business of education, 
and are supportive of those looking to enrich their minds. We were all in agreement that we could accommodate this request. Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're in the business of educating children. You are not in the business of educating adults who are on the board. Here's the thing for me, okay? If you can't make the Tuesday night meeting, resign. Yep. I'm not saying that this issue exists anywhere in Exeter. Oh, shut up. Right. I'm not saying that this issue exists anywhere in Exeter, okay? But if there there may be people who are dependent upon the board meeting being on Tuesday, mm-hmm. okay? Yep. For whatever reason. Constituents. Right. Constituents want it on Tuesday. Maybe I'm off Tuesday night and I want to go to the meeting. Yep. It's like whatever it may be, mm-hmm. whatever the reason. Yep. This is not about one board member. Nope. This is about this community. It is not about the board member's education. It is about the education of the children. children. This is not about adults. It's about children. Sure. If you can't make the meeting, resign and we'll find somebody who can. Yep. I know a gentleman that w- wanted to run for school board, but he can't because sometimes he works nights. And he wouldn't be able to make a meeting. You mean he made a responsible adult decision? Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, Please. so let, let me tell you a story, okay? Three years ago when I was on the school board, I planned a trip to England, one of those once-in-a-lifetime type trips Around my school board meeting because I took the job seriously. I take the job seriously. I plan my vacation around that. It might have been better to go at that point. Yeah. Why not? Just vote it. Yeah. Be like, hey, Jerry, when when do you want to come, buddy? Yeah. Yeah. So, So let's change it for somebody who wants to go to school. You know what? Again, give the double toll man to that person and say, if you can't make it, you need to resign, and we will get somebody in here who can or wants to be here. What about because other- you're you're clearly setting up that you don't want to be here. Right. What about the other people that are on the school board that Tuesday only works for them, and now their family has to push things around because it's, well, he's better in his education, Jerry. It's the collapse. Good it's it's Canada. it's all about that person. It's not about the twenty six thousand people in the town. Resign. Why Resign won't? and do your work. And you know what? When you're done with your, your uh, classes, when you're done with your degree, run for the school board again. Yep. Or maybe, no, hey, I'm already elected on the school board. Maybe now it's not the best time. Maybe that, too, because guess what? Then that's called making a responsible decision. Mm-hmm. I've already chosen to do this thing. Yep. I won't do it if this really means anything to me. This person is making a decision that the school board is second. Make them second. Tell them you must resign. We live in a me, me, me society now. Dude, I, I, how did anybody not listen to this and have this thought? Because they don't, they're not going to say anything because they're all going to go along to get along. They don't make frowny faces, Jerry. It's the same reason why I guarantee you there's people on that board who be like, listen, we're changing all this for... for what, one person, two people? Yeah. One per no, one person. So the cow meetings are gonna be on Mondays now, and the voting meetings are gonna be on Wednesdays. All because one No Tuesdays, because one person won't be a responsible adult and either not take the class 
uh, find a school that doesn't have it on Tuesday or resign. resign from the board. Do the honorable thing. Yep. And that's what they should have done, but they won't because it's a me, me, me society. And then here's the point. They use it. And then the other school board members, you heard Dr. Herring say, we always support people furthering their ex- the exp- uh, expanding of their minds. We like education because we're in the line of business of education, which are for children, not adults. But that's the whole point. It's like, why do you want children to die? That's why you, there's certain points that you can't argue about. We talked about this before the show. When did you stop beating your wife? You know, yeah. I mean, all these type of things. Is you, you, social norms have set it up where you can't go against something where you're a pariah. What we're talking about right now is an adult responsible thing for that person to have done. They didn't. They went to the board and said, hey, we're going to change everything else because of me, 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 me. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. And then, well, how can you be against me furthering my education? What are you, a monster? I'm not against you furthering your education. Do it on your own goddamn time. I agree with that, but they're not going to do it. I know, you know, they're either non-thinking or they just don't care about anybody but their little enclave. I think it's no spine. It's the same reason why Tim Morgan said he wasn't going to force masks. He was all for personal parent choice. And then, hey, not only did he vote for it, he put a motion together to mandate masks. Right. No backbone. So who got you? Either that or you were just were bullshitting me in my at my on my drive in my driveway. And how many other people did he lie to? Great you know? question. You know what I mean? They're not going to do the whole go along to get along. You got to crack a couple eggs to make an omelet. You yes. know what I mean? That's the part that drives me nuts. That drives me absolutely nuts. And it should. Mm-hmm. It should. Yep. And that's that's the problem. They don't. They have no spine. They want to go along to get along because... They, can you imagine the freak out of them doing something that's against the frowny, the the anti frowny face coalition, and then them reading their comments on social media about some of their calling like Tim Morgan a name or Dr. Herring a name or somebody? They it would break, it would ruin their day. Everything's wrong today. Did you see I got called a poopy head on social media? Somebody, somebody said about me that I should further my education. <sighs> it's the selfish me, me, me society. It really is. I mean, I, I, if this were me, I would weigh the two and I would go, okay, the classes are more important. I got to resign. Mm-hmm. I have to resign. Well, at what, what point you're on the board and you set up this? You've been on. They've been on the board for what? A year, almost a year now. Some more, some close. Well, some of them, whoever it is. Well, you know what? Of of the group that just of the people who are going to be going, mm-hmm. they're definitely from the new class. Yeah, because they're the young ones who are still working. Yeah, and hearing's already a doctor. You don't have any more education to do. Yeah. Well, well I guess get, she you would, get but more. you get more doctors. Yeah, but, yeah. But so it's probably the younger new ones. It's so, Tim, it's Jason, it's Julia or Andrea. I mean, that's that's what makes the most sense. It's not Dave Hemberger. No, it's definitely not Bobby Scott. It's not Fiddler. It's definitely not Bobby Scotch. <laughs> so that's the point. So you know it's them, and then you're they they're you were already on the board when you decided to take these classes. Yeah. Well, we'll just have everybody change for me. Yeah. Think, think about that. Yeah. Think, it's that whole problem society, which is another four hours of us discussing this, but it's 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 such a a shit show. 
Society is such a shit show. With all which is the me, 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 so selfish, and look at what I have as an overlay on my Facebook. Look at all. Blah, blah, blah. We're 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 gonna change our meeting dates. We're, the meeting dates that have been sacrosanct for a hundred years. We're gonna change it for one person who knew we're gonna that change Tuesdays it. were. Who made this commitment and refuses to honor it? That's what it comes down. They're refusing to honor their commitment. Mm-hmm. Well, they probably got it raised in their household because of the tax increase anyway, so whatever. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying, Jerry. I hear you. It's annoying, but so is every day of life. Time for phone calls? Shall we try phone calls? Sure. Okay, let's try phone calls. Okay, folks, if you want to call and uh, tell us how we're wrong, 484-668-1663. 484-668-1663. Three, give us a call, and it's it's just this. That was the most aggravating thing of the night, because they're just so completely making it about them, and this is supposed to be about kids. Former uh, superintendent Bob Phillips used to say all the time in our meetings, "This is an adult issue. I don't care about it. Mm-hmm. We are here for kids." Yeah. Well, it's We're not here for the adults. They're, what they've done is incorporate the whole meaning thing is that we have to change every single thing in the school for one person. We have a caller. Nice. Hello, you're on with Kevin, Te- uh, Kevin Jerry. Hello, this is Secret Squirrel. <laughs> Secret Squirrel? Nice. Secret Squirrel. With my friend Morocco Mole. <laughs> you remember the cartoon? Kev doesn't remember the cartoon. So my friend Morocco Mole <laughs> and me, Secret Squirrel, would like to know who to contact to make underground secret deals. That would be me. That would be me, we, Jerry. Like- I'm I'm the deal cutter. We, we'd like to know who is in charge of the secret deals in Exeter Township. That is me and Ted Gardell. Secret Squirrel and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and Morocco Mole. You may not remember us from <laughs> yeah. the 1980s cartoons, but Secret Squirrel and Morocco Mole were legendary for uncovering secret things. And so we'd like to know who we should contact for backdoor secret deals. Okay, so Secret Squirrel, the person you want to contact is either me, Jerry, or Ted Gardella. So as long as you've got me, what are you proposing? Well, we'd we'd like to make some secret deals about perhaps some underground secret deals that would make money for you and me, Secret Squirrel. Now, I don't need money. I just need nuts. Nuts. <laughs> I need nuts because I'm Secret Squirrel. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I think what, what, what will probably happen, it is entirely possible... You know, since I'm the one who put this together, I need some money out of this. 
You're not okay just with the plaque, Jerry? No, I'm not just good with the plaque. I, I can't promise you any money, but my friend Morocco Moe <laughs> could give you perhaps some some earthworms and other underground things that could possibly seal the deal. To quote Sammy Hagar, give me money, honey. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure that we can give you <laughs> cash. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that we can give you things that would be valuable in other economies. Like bull weevils? Perhaps some blue weevils. We could there make we some go. deals about some blue weevils that would <laughs> enhance the deal. Okay, I'm in. I'm in. You've got me intrigued now. All right. We'll be in touch. Secret Squirrel and Morocco Mole out. <laughs> Goodbye, Secret Squirrel. Yeah, you're the puppet master, Jerry. <laughs> the puppet master. <laughs> that was fun. The, the that was fun. Yeah, it was good stuff. I, 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 what year was that? I think Secret Squirrel was like in the sixties. I think that uh, Secret Squirrel may have been on acid and saying the eighties. <laughs> I think he may have been say, on I was acid. Seventy five, so I don't really remember that. One. <laughs> yeah. I thought. It, I thought. Well, now granted, a lot of. I mean, there wasn't necessarily. I watched Mighty Mouse when I was a kid, but that wasn't made when I was a kid. Google it. Google it. Google Secret Squirrel. I've probably it. seen it. Like. I'm more of a visual person. Than yeah. But yeah. As soon as you see it, you'll go, oh, that. All right. Okay. Cool. I just came up with something, too. A little puppet master, Jerry. That was Maybe for next week. Okay. Well. We'll discuss. We'll discuss. Off air. <laughs> okay. And we got to work on a Bobby Scotch thing, too. <laughs> it's not that. Maybe before you leave. It's, it's not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> And that is the Exeter Underground episode number 20, folks. Uh, we're at almost two hours here, Kev. Oh, boy. Hour 45 or so. So uh, thanks very much for listening. We appreciate your listen. If you missed any portion of the show and want to hear it, uh, look on Facebook on the Exeter Examiner's uh, page for a link to the direct download or get it from your favorite podcatcher. I urge you to check out ExeterExaminer.us. We cover Exeter like nobody does, hyper-local news and analysis, uh, just like here on the uh, the underground. Fact. Fact. And uh, with that, we will tell you uh, we appreciate you listening, and we'll be back same time next week, 645 next Thursday, and we'll have the supervisors meeting. Nice. We'll have a supervisor's meeting, and uh, we'll see what eruptions come from that. And all the drama. Yes. And passive aggressiveness. And the uh, soap operas. <laughs> it's there. It will always be there. It will be. I always look forward to it. <laughs> so with that, uh, for Kev, I'm going to say uh, good night, folks. Peace, peace. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for the Exeter Underground. 
Join us again next week for more news and analysis of all that is happening in Exeter. This has been a production of Jerry Gelliff Media. Uh-huh.